Hello, everyone, and welcome into the Not So Experts. I am Avery Nelson, joined by my co-host Taylor Mooney and two guests. Our fifth and sixth guests, fourth and fifth, whatever, it doesn't matter. Justin Wagner, Grant Long, good friends who know more about sports than we do. No, so, it's not no, true. I'm sorry, Taylor. I'm so sorry. It's not true. You don't know anything. Grant does. Yeah. Justin, I mean, you guys know, uh, Justin knows recruiting. Yeah. He, Justin knows Justin recruiting. Justin knows recruiting more. For sure, more than I do. Grant just truly, truly loves Alabama more than his Anybody future life. Yeah, um, and so I think they're good guests. I think they they're going to be a good addition for now and never again. All right, guys. Yeah. Listen up. This is they're one bringing, time thing. They're bringing a lot of bammer to the podcast. Okay. A little too uh, much. If you a lot of gum. A lot of gum. Too much. So gum. much gum. Never, just kidding. You can't have too much gum. <laughs> I mean, we kind of, how, well, how long ago did we do a podcast? Like two weeks? Two weeks ago, yeah. Okay, so we don't like have a bunch of, that's gold. We don't have a whole bunch to talk about new, but I guess we can go back over fall camp stuff if you want. Yeah. You know, I mean, if you guys have anything you want to like talk, just go ahead, man. You uh, go ahead. Jalen Hurts, we're going to start off with Jalen Hurts. <laughs> we're going to start like everybody else, like we're every gonna, other podcast on the planet. We're going to beat a dead horse. Uh, <laughs> it's fun. I actually did talk to some people that are able to watch the practices and they said that they think the quarterback's going to be Jalen Hurts. I'm not going to divulge my sources. Can you tell me? Yes, I can. But like I'll tell on you the off. podcast? No, no, no. no, no can no, you no. like say that into the mic? Oh, <laughs> uh, wait. Did you not hear it? No. Can you no? Can you say your source into the mic? Uh, I don't want to because okay. then mm-hmm. you won't I don't have that hear source anymore. I mean, it's not that I won't have them. They'll just be less likely to tell me insider information. I don't want to hear it anymore then. But don't worry they, about it. they said that they think – the quarterback's going to be Jalen, and that makes but, me really excited. Chris Lowe said he thinks it's going to be Jalen Hurts. He's a smart guy. And he got to spend some time. With Nick Saban behind the scenes. Right. And, and so I think it's Jalen Hurts, and I really want it to happen more than I think it's going to happen. Uh, but No, you're all in now. You really think – you all three really yeah. think it's going to happen. Correct? Grant, Grant why is he going to be the quarterback? Or why do you want him to be the quarterback? Yeah. Okay, look here. This this is Lane Kiffin's third year running this offense, okay? Uh, and, you know, with Nick Saban, he has never in his history at Alabama, and I'm not so sure at Michigan State, Toledo, or LSU, even Miami, had a quarterback that is this, uh, you know, top, you know, this um, diverse as a quarterback. He's never had somebody that can run like Johnny Menzel and, and hopefully – Throw a deep ball, maybe like AJ McCarron. Oh, That's what don't. We AJ can't throw a deep ball. You know, we know that. But, Blake well, Sims threw a great deep ball. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Blake Sims did throw a pretty good deep ball. Yeah. Really Jake Coker yeah. deep ball. But uh, so we don't have Lauren Cooper Twitter. and we don't have Kenyon Drake back. But you know, I, I truly think Jalen Hurts is a type of guy that that can take Lane Kiffin's offense to another level, past what it already is. You know, Jake Coker was an excellent quarterback, but you know, he he wasn't the guy, the flashy guy that can run the read option with. You know, maybe a, a Bo Scarborough or Damian Harris to a T, kind of like Blake Sims could, you know, with, with mm-hmm. Derek Henry or T.J. Yeldon. But also with that, you only had one guy on the outside. We've got so much on the outside with our wide receivers and our running back that we can run the read option. You know, if we don't want to re- run the read option with Hurts, let's drop back and throw it some to our wide receivers. So this is the most diverse quarterback that I think Saban's had at this game. Yeah, I'd have to agree. I think, like, people are talking about 
the discipline side of it of him being a true freshman. But this kid was a coach's kid his entire life. So I think when it comes to that alone, he's already got the mindset to come in and make an immediate impact. So I don't think there's much that you can say is negative about Jalen Hurts when it comes down to it. I don't think so either. And I, I honestly think that Cooper Bateman's probably at number three at this point. Mm. I feel like Saban mm. – I feel like Saban – I'd have to agree. I agree. I feel like I Saban has just said, hey, guys, like, you know, this is Cooper's job to lose. And I honestly think he and then lost, they lost it. it. Mm. Now, now, here's my question, though. If Jalen Hurts does win the job, does Blake Barnett transfer? Yes. Yeah, for Two sure. Days. Yeah, he's gone. Yes. He we, we, we already know Cornwell's gone. There is no question anymore. Cornwell's not going to play. No, yeah. he's gone. I hate it for him. I think he's a good quarterback, but he's not going to start here. No. Not good enough, no. And, and Cooper would likely grad transfer. Yeah. If you had to pick one school, where do you think Blake Barnett ends up if he transfers from Alabama? Uh, no idea because, I mean, USC, maybe Notre Dame. He was committed to Notre Dame. Yeah. Maybe goes well, They've got two good but quarterbacks never, there, though. You never know when they're transferring That's like true. that. Can That's any, true. Can any of you tell me the last true freshman quarterback Alabama started? Um, because I can't. I'm just gonna say, all right. I'm looking up right now. I'm trying to find it. I cannot. I uh, have no freshman. clue. Andrew Zhao didn't start as a true freshman. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. Jay Barker didn't. Oh. Did he? Uh, Did Jay Barker do it? I don't know. No, no, he didn't. Um, I, maybe somebody like like Joe Namath or Kenny Stabler, and I don't even know them. I, don't, I truly don't. I don't either because but, I wasn't alive and I wasn't exactly. Alive. That's yeah. that's my point. Is like. As far back as I can remember, there's never been a true freshman starting quarterback, especially on Nick Saban usually has a guy who's been in the system for a year or two, right? And I, look, I'm i the only one of the three that doesn't want Jalen Hurst to start. I, I think I said last time we recorded, I was like, I want Jalen Hurst to start. And I've thought about it. And like Grant was saying, we have so much talent on the outside. We're going to have a badass at running back because we just always do. It's just going to happen. Whoever it is, it doesn't matter. Um well, and, like, I don't think it matters that much, if I'm being honest, who starts at quarterback. I think we could win. I don't think – everybody thinks it's going to be the end of the damn world if Cooper Bateman starts. I don't think it's going to be the end of the world. I'm sorry. I, I don't think it's going to be the end of the world. I just think that – I think Hurts. I think Jalen Hurts brings another dimension, but, which right. I think is what everybody wants. He's got exactly. more talent, for yeah, sure. No, yeah. yeah, yeah. And I think – um, I don't know, he's just, like, a sexier quarterback than Cooper Bateman It's is. fun. I mean, it's no, it's true. Yeah. But the thing is – when it comes to Jalen, with Cooper Bateman, I mean, there's just nothing that he's said. He's not setting himself apart. No. You don't, and you don't want a guy who can't set himself apart. And when it comes to game time, Alabama's quarterbacks have always had to find a way to throw the deep ball. Jacob Coker and, didn't and set make, himself make, apart. Make, Jacob Coker never set himself apart. But, really. but, but he came up with his leadership abilities. Cooper Bateman hasn't shown leadership yeah, on abilities the fly, either. Though. He didn't have the starting job until the Ole Miss game. No. That's true, but and still, either Cooper way, I mean, away. Either way, Cooper Bateman's been around the program three years now. You think by now he'd at least win over some teammates. Well, here I think this is what we're all more intrigued by than anything is that we have, you know, watched Saban coach this team from the ground, literally the ground up, you know, not even a bowl game, up. And and he's won, what, four five five national championships, you know, in his total career. You know, so I'm saying, like, we've never seen him pick a freshman and I think we are so – I think us as Alabama fans and I think, you know, the college football world is kind of tired of seeing Saban roll out the junior or the senior who's going to be here for a year and we'll see, you know, another one next year. And especially Alabama fans are ready for a guy that can step in as a freshman or sophomore and be here for three or four years 
kind of like an AJ McCarron was. Yeah. Uh, the, these last three or four years have been kind of rough. It's exhausting. It, 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 is, is, exhausting. it is exhausting. It is. I hate talking you know. about it. I hate thinking about it. Yeah. What, the quarterback battle every yeah, year? Yeah, and it doesn't really matter, yeah. if we're being totally honest, who the no, quarterback that's my is. Point. No, it doesn't matter. It's just exhausting sitting here and talking about it. Uh, every week. You every chose week. it. I told you. We no, talked I, about this. I chose it because. Like, I want to talk more about it. Well, I chose it because of Jalen Hurts. And we're, and we're getting closer and closer to the to USC, so and that quarterback battle is starting to dwindle down. So another, when do you think they name the quarterback who's going to play against USC? Maybe yeah. not, maybe not the starter, but who's going to play against USC? Because everybody's like they, you know, they want to, you know, keep it a surprise. Well, they don't have film on any of these guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's not really going to matter either way. I'm going to take a shot in the dark and say we find out who's going to be the first quarterback on the field when about 7 o'clock here in about three weeks from tomorrow. I think that's when we find <laughs> that, out. That's bold. I think that's when we finally that's find pretty out bold. I think he's going to name him Sunday. I mean, Oof. look at the – well, after the scrimmage. But, but do you want to – How about Saturday after the, after the scrimmage? I mean, that's a good point, yeah. I mean, either way, you if you name him earlier or late, like you said, nobody has film on them. You can go back to high school film. That that doesn't show what they developed since they got to Alabama. That's what Alabama had to do with Cardell yeah, Jones. Exactly. Clearly, that doesn't help that doesn't much. No. That well, that game. You've got also a game. Comes that's about as plain Jane as it gets. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. We all enjoyed. We all enjoyed seeing. Yeah. That. I missed it. I personally missed it. So I, didn't bother going back and watching. We were there for like ten seconds. I'd say about five. Five seconds. <laughs> just five seconds. Five ago. whole seconds. Five whole. I mean, I rewatched it the other day. It's so boring. I mean, yeah, it's it garbage. It's a it's a it's a spring practice. It's just a boring vanilla spring practice. They run little read off. Okay, here's an interesting place. topic. We can switch from the quarterback since Avery doesn't want to talk quarterback. No, I'll talk quarterback, <laughs> man. I just I I was gonna actually ask. Can well, I ask a question? Real go quick for before it. We go for it. I just wanted to ask: Do you guys think who starts the US or the USC game will be the starting quarterback for the rest of the season? Uh, Justin, you go. I I don't even know if I have a straight answer for that. It's just hard to say because I think it just I mean, depends yeah. on on who. Who starts? Who starts? How, how they do? Yeah. yeah, on how they do and who actually is the name. Who's named the USC starter? Because if you got if if Cooper Bateman starts, do I think he plays the rest of the season? No. If Barnett or Hurts starts, do I think they play the rest of the season? Yes. So you think they can go through growing pains more than Bateman can? At I think point I think game? I think everybody talks about experience, game experience Bateman has, but it, it's it might as well just be zero. You know, the Ole Miss game, he didn't do a. He didn't do nothing. He made a lot of mistakes. He made a ton of mistakes, yeah. and he never redeemed. He never got a chance to redeem himself. What's the difference? There's no gaming. I'd rather take the kids who played in California 6A and Texas 6A. They played against some high-level competition. Yeah, Bateman's from what, Utah? Yep. Well, they all go against Alabama's defense. No, absolutely, right? but at the, same, at the same time, you want a guy who's mentally prepared to come in and start against a team as big as USC. And, and you get guys like Jalen Hurts and Barnett who have played big-time football on the high school level. Then they come play at Alabama. They see these defenses. They progress quickly. They both enrolled early, showing they have the mindset that they want to play. I just, I just see, I see. You might as well go through the growing pains if there are going to be any with as many weapons as Alabama has. That's true. That's fair. What yeah. about you? Um, I would say yes because I think they kind of learned last year. Don't you know? Flip the switch. Yeah. Uh, in the middle of the season, it just never really works. I think whoever the starter. Against USC is pro- it will probably be the starter. Uh, I mean, unless somebody gets hurt, obviously. Right. And I would honestly prefer it that way, because I, if you're flip flopping at quarterback, that's yeah. the wrong place to be flip flopping, even at Alabama. Right. 
You got to have a steady hand, and if you don't, then you're not going to do real well. I agree. Grant? I think it's going to play out almost picture-perfect example would be West Virginia in 2014. I think it's going to play out exactly like that. Where it's a two, it's a two-man race right now. I don't even think it's a three-man, and I, I, I don't really. I, two, I, two men between who? I think I think Cordell. it's Barnett and Hurts. I really do. I think it's Barnett and Hurts. I, I really, I think Bateman had his shot, and I think it's gone. I think he, he, he I think it's gone. I, he, there's no way anymore. It, you know, I'll eat my crow if he does and comes out and you know maybe wins us a national championship. I'll take my crow, you know, along with the national with championship. Yeah, that's yeah, exactly. But I think it's gonna play out like that. I think. Kevin and Saban are going to roll somebody out there, and they're going to play well enough to say, hey, this is my team, and let's go on from there. Um, just kind of like awkwardly being the starter? Just I just, awkwardly being the starter. I just think <laughs> it depends on whether if they name a, if they name a starter after the scrimmage Saturday, then that's our starter for the rest of the season. But if I they agree. do the same deal they did last season where they're like, I'm not sure, and they go into the USC game, not sure, they're probably going to do the same thing they did last year and flip-flop. We until know from Saban, play. yeah. We know from Saban the last two to three years that if he's not comfortable naming a starter, he's not going to name a starter till the game, you know. Yep. And if he feels comfortable naming a starter right now, this coming up week, then I think we're comfortable enough to say this guy's going to be our starter the rest of the I'll game. I'll feel a lot more comfortable if he yeah. does name a starter before the game. I and hope he does. Everybody says he wants to, you know, surprise people, but I, I genuinely think he wants to name a quarterback – if they're there. If he had one, I think he would have named it, yeah. Yeah, I mean, sure. I think he would. He literally has said, we would have named him in spring practice if we could. Yeah, that's true. So, well, New topic. Going, yeah, going who that. gets the first carry at running back? Doesn't you got, you've got two, it doesn't matter, you're right, but who, no who gets the See, I think it's, it's going to be Damian Harris. No Scarborough gets hurt too much, but he's still going to be the starting, the starting running back. I think they're going to mix it up a lot more than they did last year. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be like a Derrick Henry carry the no, team type situation. No, absolutely not. No way. This will be, I think, a lot like 2010, not 2009. You know, Heisman Trophy winner Mark Ingram's year. Of course, Trent played some that year and played very well for a freshman. Mm-hmm. But Mark 2010 was a great year with Trent being started for two games and then actually – it actually swapping up between Trent and Mark for that whole 2010 yeah, year. Yeah, that's no, I think that's exactly what it's going to play out to be like. Well, well I think it's just going to be like feed the hot hand type yes. of thing. I mean, yeah. uh, we just didn't have another really hand to feed last year, if we're being totally honest. And Derrick Henry just ran through everybody like a, a knife through butter. And, I mean, why are you going to hand the ball to anybody else? I uh, prefer yeah. that, I, I, think, I think this year uh, we're just going to hand it to somebody and say run. And I think they're going to be okay. I think we got two capable guys who can I think pretty get, get a pretty even BJ amount of yards Evans. together. I think we have three. BJ yeah, BJ Emmons. BJ Emmons is definitely – I compared him to a blend of – what did I say? A Mark Ingram, TJ Yeldon blend at the Under Armour game. They're a pretty good blend. Which, I mean, because he's, like he's not tall. He's stocky, though, like Mark Ingram was. He's, not, he's taller than Mark Ingram, but he's stocky, the same build. He's like 211 pounds. So then you bring in – but he also has the same kind of like running style that TJ Yeldon has. Mm. So I just think that if you factor all that stuff in and that this kid came in and is already being talked about by Saban, that's got to give you some confidence right there. Plus, you have Najee Harris coming in next year if he sticks. He's going to start. Oh, He's going to start. Najee Harris, well, I, I'm going to say it right now. As long as he sticks to his commitment, 
I think Najee Harris will end up being probably the best running back we've seen out of Saban's era. I, I'm wow, say right there are a lot of good running backs. Yeah, but, but Najee Harris is I mean, I understand Najee Harris looks in, incredible. And he's like, I've heard people say if he comes to Alabama, he'll win the Heisman. Like, well, he's as big as Derrick Henry, but he's faster. I loved watching Derrick Henry get up to top speed. Oh, my Run like a horse at a gallop. It was beautiful to watch, especially that Arkansas game his freshman year. Oh, well, yeah. Just to really take it back nostalgia-wise. Say, so, okay, here, I, I do have a question because I, I, I do not literally have any idea about this question, okay? Nice. Who takes the kick who take who takes the first kick return? Uh Calvin, Calvin Ridley. You Calvin think Ridley? so? Yeah. You think he's gonna be bold like, enough to uh, stick Calvin back me, Yeah. Me and Justin actually talked about this last night. It's usually uh you know people are freaking out about uh you know Calvin Ridley you know possibly taking the kicks and punt kick and punt returns. But if if you think about it here, we don't have a lot of depth in the secondary. So I don't think it's going to be somebody in the secondary. Marlon Humphrey hasn't really taken any, uh, no. you know, kick returns and punt returns. It's been Xavier Marks and, uh, you know, Calvin Ridley, and that's because we have a thousand capable receivers that yeah. if if he does get hurt, knock on that wood. which would be terrible, oh. knock on wood. I just knocked on wood. Uh, <laughs> since you guys can't see me, I, I did do it. Uh, they since I mean, there's so much depth in the receiving core. Uh, I don't see why Calvin Ridley would not take back kicks and punts. He runs like a gazelle. Losing Marlon Humphrey would be a big deal. Losing Marlon Humphrey would be a big deal. Uh, losing, I mean, you know, Tony Brown would be a big deal. If, I mean, if Tony, he comes back. Is I he coming back? He's going to get suspended he, for a little bit, I think. He's going to be suspended for four, the first four games. Okay. Right. That's not official, but that's what that's what the number that's been thrown around. All right. Well, that it is official? It is official. Oh, okay. It's four games. They, they've marked it from six to four. Book oh, it, okay. folks. Don't come to the first four games because Tony Brown won't be there and you don't want to watch that. It's not as fun without Tony Brown and his afro. I think he's going to help out a lot this year. But he I has to. Calvin, yeah, Ridley, Calvin Ridley's definitely got to be the guy. Because, I mean, it's, it's usually been, uh, you know, the best DB, whether it be Javier Arenas, whether it be, uh, you know, Cyrus Jones. Right. Uh, you know, so Saban doesn't have a problem putting elite guys back there. See, I, I was thinking more of a guy like Trayvon Diggs. You know, why not? You know, athletic, can play wide receiver, and from everything I've heard, he's been working at safety, safety all yeah. week. Yeah, but they don't want to put a guy in the secondary in that kind of position is my thinking. That's what I, I agree with him. I think, because we are thin in the secondary. Yeah. yeah. That's why they moved Trayvon Diggs but to I, safety. But we did. you did say Xavier and Marks. I like him a lot. He's an underrated guy. I, mean, I think he came on as a preferred walk-on, right? One of them did. One of the Marx brothers came on as a preferred walk-on. I don't well, know which one it was. One of them got a track scholarship. Right. Maybe that's what it was. Okay. Yeah. One of them so, got, but, Xavier Marks got a track scholarship. Yeah. And he's okay. playing football, too. Right. And he's super quick. I mean, he can move. And that's he has pretty good, like, straightforward speed. But if he can make guys miss, I, that's a good opportunity to have someone back there like that. I think I think he and Calvin Ridley are going to be back there. With yeah, kickoffs. I agree. Who takes punts, Calvin? Yeah, Calvin. Calvin. I think Calvin takes. I think that's probably the better call. Just with his, he probably has but, more experience. Like, yeah. and this is where I think we're really going to miss Daylon Charlotte. I think Daylon Charlotte was going to be the guy originally. I truly did. Really? I, think I, so. I, I There's not a doubt in my mind that he was the guy taking punts and kick returns back. And I think with him gone, it's going to hurt just a little bit. Next. Well, are y'all worried about all the the, the departures recently? Because there have been a lot. Um, been no. Six? No. Uh, seven, seven if you include uh, Charles Baldwin. 
Who was kicked off the team in the spring. Yeah. Seven since spring. But honestly, no, because those guys either weren't going to play or weren't an intricate part of what we were trying to do. Of what they were doing. Like, if you look at, I guess, Maury Smith is the biggest departure. That's uh, the one that gets me. But all of those guys. I already mentioned. I thought he was. He was. He was needed for depth. Yeah, and that's. that's well, but course. he wasn't going to start. No, but I mean, we don't have a lot of depth at safety. But if you look at it, like Dalen Charlotte's not a big deal. He got over recruited. Um, who else is left? Uh, Adonis Christian Thomas. Christian Bell. Christian Bell over recruited. Um, Both of them. Yeah, basically. Uh-huh. I mean, we, Alabama signed two five-star linebackers. When Ben they were already, came in, it was already over four. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, like, because they're already in the two deep, I would imagine. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah. I mean, they they just kind of recruited over them. And Speaking of depth, how about senior. how about Rayshon Evans playing money yesterday? It's practice. Did Why he? not? Did yes. he? Yeah, he did. I read about that. Wow. Why not? That's almost like that position Auburn won. I was about to at. say, yeah. We just created a position for Rashawn Evans. Uh, and he, and he, as turned, we should, we should. We should just say he's got. He's got to be on the field. He's oh, got yeah. to be on the field. Yeah. Another guy that I think has to be on the field is Deshaun Hand. Absolutely. Yes, yeah. and he will be. And he will. He be. will. Be. Yeah, this year especially. Let's, I'm so I mean, excited for Deshaun Hand. Yes. Think like we're talking about Deshaun like defensive line. We don't. I don't think we have this. We're not nearly as big and beefy as we were last year. But this defensive line. Could be one of the most athletic defensive lines we, if not the. Does that, most yes, athletic athletic defensive line Does that hurt Alabama against LSU no. and Arkansas? No. no, because I think Reuben Foster's a man enough to take it on his own in the middle line. He dropped. He dropped to two twenty five. I mean, and he's faster. He's, he's like faster. he's. They said he's like you know two notches faster, three notches faster than he was last year. That's gotta be scary. And he wasn't. No. He wasn't slow by any no. means. No, he was faster than Reggie Ragland. Yeah. To all to all the LSU players or Arkansas players or. Who thinks they're going to run over Ruben Foster? I, I need you to go right now, and, and before every game, you need to say a silent prayer in whatever church that you attend, because Ruben Foster is <laughs> coming for you, and he's coming for your soul with vengeance. <laughs> with vengeance. Oh, Leonard Fournette said that that Ruben Foster hit—he didn't really feel it. That's well, I'm lie. sure he didn't. Well, he's probably so numb from getting hit. <laughs> That's a lie. That's a bold-faced lie. What are you? What are you guys most excited about watching? On this team, I'm excited to see the wide receiver depth. How many receivers they actually throw to this year? That's so cliche. But I'm just—it <laughs> can be, but it's true. How, look, we've, how many how many times are we going to see this deep of a wide receiving court, Alabama? Uh, probably next year. Too. Probably next, next year. Okay, yes, here. next year, yes. But before this, I mean, how many times have we seen it? Uh, I mean, not at Alabama. No, no yeah. exactly. Not depth like this. So you have so many options to throw to. It'll be interesting to see how the ball gets spread. That's what I'm saying. That's what I I'm agree. looking forward to. You That's know what true. I mean? It won't uh, be like last year, or the right. year before, where we had the one guy. What about you, Avery? I'm. I mean, mine's pretty cliche too. I'm. Ex- I mean, I'm just excited to see who plays quarterback. Honestly, because I think because like if, if y'all are right, no, if y'all are right, and Jalen Hurts starts, I'm super excited because Blake Sims is my favorite player of all time, and if Jalen Hurts, he should be just like uh, Blake Sims on steroids, just Blake Sims but better. Then I'm excited to see Jalen Hurts, but I don't think he's gonna. That's just me. So, what do I know? I, 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 so, I, I, I don't know. What about you, Grant? Yeah. Oh, all y'all know how much I love Landon Collins, <laughs> favorite player of all time, not a doubt. And I'm going back to it again. I think the secondary is going to be 
I think this is probably going to be Nick Saban's best secondary. Put me on the spot, wow. you know. Wow. But this, wow. Secondary, oh, this secondary this year is going to be special. Marlon Humphrey and, and Eddie Jackson leading that. Oh, it's just going to be – I don't think anybody's going to throw on us. I'm pretty hyped to see Ronnie Harrison. Me too. Yeah. Me too. He's got a great friend to play at that strong safety he, spot. And he can hit. Mm-hmm. He can and hit I want us to look for Hootie. I think Hootie's going to get a little playing time this year. But Anthony Avery, yes. I truly yes. think that he's going to be – He's a rotation. He's a he's wild a, card. Yeah. He's going to be a I wild agree. card player this year that is going to step up. And and I don't know about you, if you all have heard this, but actually I, I was reading the other day that Calvin really said out of all the guys he, he goes up against in practice, Anthony's the hardest to get by. Wow. Out of mm-hmm. all of them. And so I, he's I think – I mean, he is yeah, fast. Yeah. I, he's I the think, fastest guy on the team. Yeah. Tony Brown. I think I think this secondary is going to be special. I'm going to go ahead and call it to be the best. What about you, Manny? Wow. I want Adam Griffith to make field goals. <laughs> don't okay, don't not, even talk. Let's just not even talk about it. No, he's not wrong. About it. He's I not mean, wrong. That, he can. He, there's going to be a game or two where everybody just where loses Alabama, their minds. Where Alabama has to make field goals and you can't go 0 for five, what? like he did in the spring game, or one for five, or whatever it was. And I'm not trying to bash him. No, I know you're not. But it just makes me nervous. I'd like yeah. to, that's the only question. That's mark the that's one of the that few times that you'll see an entire stadium full of 100,000 people hold their breath. Yes. Yes. So it, it's just you're right. I think it's an it's an essential thing. We have right. to have a kicker who can make field goals, and hopefully this kicker that's coming in next year, Ruiz, Brandon Ruiz, yeah. won't pull in any okay. Panero on us. I've been so. calling. I've been saying for years now we need to recruit a soccer player. I. Let's go get Ibrahimovic. That's it. We need to recruit Zlatan. He scored a goal. He scored a header. You can't kick with your head, can you? But can you? He's pretty good. <laughs> He's good enough to play kick. He's too good to play kicker, actually. So, look, but also, but I'd like to put out my yearly PSA, guys. Let's not totally lose our minds and freak out every time Adam Griffith misses a field goal. I'm sorry. I'm probably going to freak out. I'll freak it out. Just, it bothers me. Grant everybody will freak just, out. Grant will freak out. I know. I know. I'm not even – I'm just going to exclude Grant from this because I know he'll freak out. He's not going to listen. But I, also it just can't wait, I also can't wait to see everybody's favorite player, J.K. Scott. Oh, the people's champ. The, the people's, people's champ, yeah. The people's player. I mean, he's everybody's favorite. He's the common man. And he went through he a, a quote-unquote sophomore slump last year, and he still managed to do pretty well. So yeah, still he can only come back better in his junior season. He uh, slumped last year, and he's a preseason first-team All-American. So I still say it was Bobby Williams' fault only. Listen, I know everybody well, talks about that. Yeah, everybody. We're on board, actually. <laughs> it's nobody so, here loves Bobby Williams. It is so cliche to say Bobby Williams is the bad guy, but let's just face it. That's all it. I say. I truly think that J.K.'s problem the whole year last year, and I hope it's different this year. I I know for a fact because I had friends that told me that Bobby Williams changed his punting style to account for the big screen in Dallas. He changed his punting style for that one game, and I think it screwed him up all 14. Honestly, I, really I say kick it, J.K. Hit the, damn screen. Hit, the Hit the damn screen. Hit the damn screen. Follow me. I think Bobby Williams is a barter in disguise. <laughs> I think it's a Okay, let's not go but, Lance Thompson on everybody here. Okay? But but look I at mean, no, but look at I mean our special teams was good except for the kicker and JK sometimes. Well, that's kind of what that's like most of the that's spe- about ninety percent of the kicker. Let's look back. Let's teams. look back at the national championship. Our special teams were incredible. I'd like to point absolutely that out. yes. Adam yes. Griffith definitely with the play of his career with the onside oh, game. Yeah. You you could wow. not execute that any better than Alabama did. It's beautiful. No. You cannot. Absolutely. I watch it every day. Like when it or at least when it comes up on Twitter, it'll just pop up like 
wow, this is like like 37 days until college football. And I was like, rewatch it five times. And it always gets better. So I want to do one topic because I'm about to leave for this interview. But we hope you get it, Justin. I, I hope I do too. Justin's interviewing for a job at GNC. He's gonna Come get us visit. all protein powder. So since I'm the re- I'm a recruiting recruiting junkie, that's just kind I of what you're it gonna is. say guru. We can I call was, you a guru if you want. Go yeah, ahead. But, guru. <laughs> um, which impact? Which five, pick three freshmen that have the biggest impact this year? Everybody go I'll down. Go, go ahead, um, man. Put me on the spot. Jalen Hurts. Okay. Got to be number one. Yeah. I think he's gonna be a starting quarterback. Yeah. Uh, I'd say Jalen Hurts. Raquan Davis mm-hmm. and Jonah Williams. Okay. Very good call. Those are my three. I have like two of those. The three, right actually. tackle, the quarterback. You can and... add a fourth if needed, if that's how you feel. No, take <laughs> pick three. You have to pick All three. All right, pick three. Grant? Okay. Of course, Hurts, you know, because I think, I mean, quarterback going to have to be that, you know. Yeah, player. absolutely. Uh, and I think let's really look out for Ben Davis and Mike Wilson both. I really think they're going to get some play both in time. Both of them? I think they're both going to get some play in time, and let's see how they do. My it. only concern with Wilson is. That he his injuries, I don't know if that shoulder his shoulder's supposed to be healed by now, but that's an injury that catches up with you. I've but had the same, I've had it. the same exact shoulder surgery. He so played I don't know. with it for two years. Then again, I'm not a five star recruit by any means. So you're a three star. That's you're, hey, I'll take a three star. We're I gonna have to develop you. We're gonna we're gonna take you. We're gonna mold you into something. Yeah, a champion. Figure it out. Avery, yeah. what about you? Oh God, I, just just to make sure B J Ammons is a true freshman. Correct? Yes, yes. Be, I think B J Ammons is gonna surprise a lot of people. Um, I mean, like, maybe not us, because, you know, like you said, Coach Saban was pretty high on him coming in. But right. like, I think a lot of, like, fans in the same room, like, who's that? And then, oh, B.J. Emmons, <laughs> he's really good. I think he's going to play. Like, I think he's going to get some decent game time this year. And right. does that not remind you a lot of Mark Ingram? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It really exactly. does. That's like right. I said, dude, T.J. Yeldon and Mark Ingram both played as freshmen. T.J. Yeldon said the same thing, came into that Michigan game. Everyone was like, who's that number four? He's pretty good. Well, except us. We all knew. Ah, you know, yeah. yeah. So who are your other two? Um, I, was, I was gonna. I like Jonah Williams a lot, and then Jalen Hurts is the obvious pick. Okay. I guess. So I guess I'll take the. I'll take. I'll exclude Jalen Hurts from mine just okay. because everybody else did it. So Sweet. too easy. I'm gonna say, um, Raekwon Davis. I'm gonna agree with that. Yeah. Uh, I think he's just too big and too strong, and just the ideal defensive tackle. You can't not have him in the game. One of the one of the coaches from the SEC. Uh, it was like an anonymous coach. Yeah. Said to Chris Lowe, he's a freak athlete athletically, and he runs like a quote damn deer. Yeah. <laughs> For his size, so, and I was like, oh. I'll go Raekwon Davis. I'm gonna go. Here's my here's my kicker. I'm gonna go Quinnen Williams. Wow. Wow. Quinnen Williams reminds me of a younger Jonathan Allen. Wow. That's wow. That is some drastic. He does. On. Listen, dude. Jonathan Allen has one of the best motors in the SEC. Jonathan Allen oh, never wow. stops moving. That was the number one thing. I went to go see Quentin Williams two, last year at Winona, and this dude was on every single play, never stopped moving, did everything he had to do, did his job, smart player. He's built like Jonathan Allen. He, he's up to 283 now as a freshman. Wow. Jonathan Allen's 6'4", 293 as a senior. Yeah. So I like Quentin Williams a lot. Um, and then third, I'm going to go – I'm going to go Shaheen Carter. I was, he's no, he's he one was, of I like, I like Shaheen Carter. I think he's he's a freak athlete. He's another one of those Louisiana athletes that's just going to come in and make an impact. And God knows we could use the depth at yeah. defensive backs. So that would be my three. The freshmen are going to have to be good. Let's yeah. not forget about Maiden either. Jared and, Maiden you know, coming in. Yeah, Jared Maiden. But, you know, like I just see Shaheen Carter being able to play. He can play him at nickel and you can play him 
He's come up. Point. He's come up in Saban's pressers right. multiple times. And of course, you have to throw Jonah Williams in there, and then you have to throw Jalen Hurts. Those are very those exactly are very obvious. exactly. So if you're gonna go outside the box, I'm gonna go Williams, David, Quint, or Raekwon Davis, then Davis too. But obviously, again, that's another one. That's a pretty obvious. Yeah, one. yeah. and then um, Shaheen Carter. Okay. All right. All right. Rob, right, 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 last question okay. for you. Okay. And I don't want to take over y'all's podcast. No, it's kind of fun. But last question from me is. You had to pick one player, not, you know, anything, one player on the whole team who you're looking forward uh, to see the most this year out of anything. Special teams, defense, offense, anything that you want to see most this year, what, who would it be? Wow, that's a tough one. That's tough. Um, yeah, that's a tough I'll, go, I'll say – I'll let Justin answer. No, go ahead. Go yeah, ahead. Go, no, yeah, you had to okay. go Justin. Um, I'm going to go outside. I'm going to say Garrett Dieter. Okay. I like Gary Dude. I think he's I think he's a bigger version of Richard Mullaney and can do bring a little more versatility to the outside. And I, I think that's I think he's just gonna be interesting to watch, especially coming from a program like Bowling Green, who none of us f-ing watched. Excuse my language. You could edit that I'll out. Edit none of us watched, but you know, like it is what it is. I just like Gary Dieter a lot. All right, bye guys. Uh, all right, bye, Justin. Good luck, man. Justin yeah, good luck. With some great, great, great guests. I Justin actually have to come back and edit that. <laughs> Justin, what? No, I said just, uh, Justin gives good insight because he's actually like seen a lot of these freshman guys coming in. Oh, yeah, uh, he's, he's gone and seen them play. He's gone at like the in events. person and seen them. Right. So, what about you, Avery? Oh, God. Oh, don't do One that player. to me. Guys. One player. Oh, no. Taylor, go. Um, just out, wait, like not even freshmen? No, it don't have to be anybody on this team. Um, I feel like Grant's going to surprise us with who he says. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm going to go Marlon Humphrey. I like that. Okay. All right. I think, I mean, Cyrus Jones was really good. Uh, don't get me wrong. But I think Marlon Humphrey could be the best DB that Alabama's had since Drake Kirk. I was about to say the oh. Because I think D. Milner... Uh, he was good his junior year, but he wasn't anything special his freshman and sophomore year. No. His freshman year, he actually blew the LSU game. Yes. I don't want to throw that all on him. Uh, but you he, just did. So he, got it's beat, late. he got beat a couple times and it was really bad. And Drake Kirkpatrick was an impact guy From as freshman, a freshman. Yes. So yeah. Marlon Humphrey obviously redshirting, but I think he's got the size. I think he's got the attitude, and he's obviously got the ability. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I think he's probably one of the most gifted players, and especially on Alabama's team. But yeah. athletic wise, I think he's one of the most gifted players in the oh. you know entire SEC. I got it. Just intangible wise, he's big, he's strong, he's fast, track speed, track uh, speed. instincts, uh, genes. Obviously, with Bobby Humphrey, he was uh, all right. I th- yeah, he was decent. He was pretty good. Uh, so I think he's probably the the guy that I'm looking towards. You know the most. I don't. I don't know if mine's gonna be like, kind of obvious or what. But Robert Foster. Yeah. Because yeah. he, I'm you know, to see about he was gonna be the number yeah, one guy. He was. And I mean, he's got. We all know he's got loads of talent. Dude's yes. a freak. And I'm excited to see if he can hopefully come back from that injury, be that guy that you're supposed to be last year, along with having Calvin Ridley oh. next, like on the other side of the field. Can you imagine? Freakish. Think about this, Robert Foster was the number one receiver before Calvin Ridley. Oh, yeah. Now you got both of them. Exactly. Along with Stewart, who within the last three games of the last year, got his hands back. He you found know. his hands. 
And he literally won Alabama the Tennessee game. Yeah. Oh, with that, I mean, I that mean, was a bad throw. And <laughs> Can let, we all say and that? Let's look at the, that touchdown catch against Auburn and against Florida. Yeah. Both mm-hmm. of them extremely good catches. Uh, he just that guy. Figured it out. I mean, he was – I think I know who you're going to say, Grant. Uh, go, All right, I'm going to go ahead and say it, and, and if, if you can you I guess? guess? You can guess. I'm going to guess Hootie Jones. You got it correct. <laughs> wow, it I Jones. knew you were going to say that. Hootie Jones, I think, is about to step up, and he's going to get – when he gets his chance in that first game, you know, and it may not be first out on the field, but he's going to he's going to see the field, and when he does – it's going to be his time to shine, and he, he's going to make I was thinking about saying Hootie. Hootie, I, I think, was considering that. Like, uh, that is the one guy I've watched him since he put on that Alabama visor. He has been the guy I've wanted to see. And I I love guys that are, are going to step up in the box like Landon, like Mark Barron. Uh, you know, we have Eddie as the coverage guy and Marlon. And uh, let's have somebody back there that when Leonard gets through the linebacker spot that he's going to lay down the wood and knock him on his butt, all right? And I think Hootie can. I really do. I think he and Ronnie Harrison are pretty similar. I think Ronnie's bigger. Yeah. Right. But, I mean, I think – I know Ronnie's bigger. Uh, but, you know, I think uh, – they both, They're both I think physical Hootie, guys. Hootie – I mean, he's from Louisiana, and Alabama's done really well with guys from Louisiana. Cam Robinson, Kenny Bell, Tim Williams. I mean, they've all been guys – Cam Robinson, did I say Cam Robinson? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean – um, they've all been guys that have been really, really good. Yeah. And so I don't see why Hootie Jones – I think he's been, uh, you know, recruited over a little bit to yeah. a degree. Yeah. But I think this year is his year that he – I agree with you. I think this is his year that he gets his feet under him finally. He's going to get a shot. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. And he, he really hasn't – I'm not saying he hasn't had any chance. Yeah. But he – I mean, there's been guys there. Yeah. Gino, Mari Smith. Gino. 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 Here's good. Gino. I have a question for you guys, and I'd just like to point out that we obviously had no plan for this podcast. We literally came in wanting to talk about Jalen Hurts, and that was it. Um, so, we've, I mean, but I think we've done well, kind of going from subject to subject. I want to really? ask, since we're all in a fantasy college football league together, <laughs> um, you have we're, the draft tomorrow. Yeah. So I, I don't know if you guys don't want to like divulge this. Then I guess don't. But like, if you can have one Alabama player on your fantasy team, who do you pick? Ooh, fantasy-wise. Fantasy-wise, wow. yeah. That's, oh, that's tough because Alabama – I know who I'm going to pick from Alabama's team, but I think it's pretty obvious. Calvin Ridley. Calvin. That's because, yeah, we all thought the same thing. Especially if he's uh, returning well, punts and kicks. Yeah, for sure. Because that, that factors in all-purpose yards, and that's you know right up fantasy's alley. Right. He could be your flex guy. Yeah. yeah. But, he very well could. But I wouldn't pick. I'd stray away from a lot of guys on Alabama's roster. Just because just of saving. there's a million weapons. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, Der- Der- there's, I mean, Derrick Henry's one thing. Calvin Ridley, I would pick. I will say that. And I would take a chance on O.J. Howard, even though we yeah. haven't given him the ball much. Right. Uh, but there are – I think there's going to be a game or two where O.J. just goes off. Oh, yeah. They, think, he's going to have to And I think year. that would be worth – and there's not really a tight end this year that's going to set the woods on fire right. other, other than, than potentially O.J. Right. You know. Yeah. There's no, uh, you know, Tyler Eifert. There's no uh, – you guy know, from Ole Miss, what's his name? Uh, uh, Brandon, Ingram Brandon Ingram is good. Brandon. Guy from Arkansas, he's gone. Oh yeah, Hunter Henry. Hunter yes. Henry's gone. Yeah. Yeah. Man, superstar. I mean, I mean, I think Brandon Ingram and uh, or Evan Ingram, not Brandon Ingram. Evan Ingram, you're right. Evan Ingram. Brandon Ingram, go Lakers though. <laughs> <laughs> I 
think Evan Ingram and OJ are really the only two guys that get utilized enough to even really get noticed, if we're being totally right, honest. Right, right, right. I was so, thinking maybe, and I mean, I'm assuming this is just like the normal fancy draft, like the defense. You can pick a defense. Pick I was going to say the yeah. same thing. Yeah. I was going to say the Defense same and special teams. Alabama scored a lot of touchdowns last year. A lot of non-offensive touchdowns. Yeah, they did. Right. Eddie Jackson had a couple. Minka had a couple. Yeah. Uh, Cyrus returned four for touchdowns. Ronnie played excellent coverage defense. Yeah. He, I mean, People yeah, forget. He all-purpose yard, yardage, Alabama was in the top five. Sacks. Right. If sacks are points, you know, sometimes they do that differently. Yeah. Uh, but I'd probably say the defense and, and Calvin Ridley. Right. Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I think those, those are the two obvious, obvious and you could you could maybe throw in a guy, maybe like Bo or, or maybe like a, a Robert Foster who's going to get meaningful snaps. Yeah. But Alabama's always been that team that you know no matter how flashy they look in on paper, no matter you know even last year, yeah we were flashy and scored a lot of points, but nobody was really that besides Henry, yeah, you know was really that absolute superstar who's going to get you like Deshaun Watson. You know he's going to come out and probably get you like a fantasy team every week. Yeah. But, you know, Alabama don't have that guy because they're going to come out in the fourth quarter and they're going to run the ball at you and and they're going to come out and wear you down for four straight quarters. And that's what they do. I think – I will say last year I think Alabama was flashier than they've maybe ever been. Oh, absolutely. I mean, literally you handed the ball to Derrick Henry on third and nine. Yeah. In the Mississippi State game. You took it for 70 yards. Calvin Ridley uh, had an 80-yard touchdown reception. Oh. Can, to, like, I mean, there were a lot of big plays. If Alabama yeah. doesn't have big plays, they don't win the national title. Oh, no, and to this day, and, and talking about big plays, I'm so glad you brought that up because I actually tweeted it the other day. But, you know, people say, oh, this drive, you know, against Tennessee, game changer. I, I want to say one play that I truly think saved Alabama's football season was 7-3, to three, at the end of the third quarter against Arkansas at home when Ridley caught a deep ball from Coker and went up and we actually ended up pulling away. I truly think that play, the you know, I, I think the 80-yarder against Arkansas was the play that, that turned our season back around and we said, all right, let's go win this game and let's play Alabama football. Well, I, missed, I missed that game. We saw, we saw it in the student section. From, yes. About 10 miles away. It was Amari right. Cooper Jr., basically. Because, <laughs> uh, I mean, you knew when Amari was going to score because he was 15 yards open. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that double move that he put on that Arkansas defender, he was 20, yard, he was 20 yards open. I mean, they couldn't have caught him if he was jogging. No. And as then long he, as Coker just put it high enough, it was all. That was there's – a, uh, there's a YouTube video on this uh, Prime Tide Sports uh, YouTube page. And it's the top ten longest plays uh, mm-hmm. that Alabama had last year, and it's pretty interesting. I mean, I think there's more long plays. You know, the last year there were a lot of them that weren't on there, and I was like, "What about that? What about that?" Right. And they weren't even on there. Right. So I think this team was this past team was a lot flashier uh, than yeah, they had years more, past, and I think it can happen again this year. They yeah. had more big plays than like a typical Alabama team. Right. Would usually, you know. Five, four, five yards at a time. Like in 2011, it was that Arkansas run where Trent just yes. broke like 18 tackles on one play. Right. And then ran it 50 yards for a touchdown. That was 2009. But yeah, you can openly correct him, Greg. You can like put <laughs> yeah, him on blast. Can, nah, put fine. me on blast, dude. Who cares? Um, I put Avery on blast all the time. Not, not really, but it's fine. Whatever. 
Um, did y'all have anything else? Oh, Bama Hoops picked up a Oh, Bama Hoops. Oh, yeah, they did. They did. Y'all talk about how excited you are, and then I'll say I don't believe in Bama Hoops. Okay. Talk. I mean, uh... What's his name? Bola? What's his last name? Uh, what is his last name? Bola. Bola something. His first name's Bola. He's from South Africa, and he played at Southern Illinois. He was a center at Southern Illinois at six foot seven, right. which he's not going to be at Alabama, but he can rebound. He had, you know, yeah. nine, ten rebounds a game, which Alabama... Was miserable in rebounding last year. They get days on Ingram back. As always. You got Braxton Key that can rebound. You got this Bola guy who's going to come off the bench yeah. and rebound. And hopefully Dante and Jimmy get better rebounding. Uh, but even if they don't, you got a couple other guys out there that can rebound as a gang. Uh, so I'm pretty excited about the pickup. He's not a flashy uh-huh. guy. And think about this Alabama will have 12 scholarship guys next year. Played with nine last year. Right. And right. And almost made the tournament. Yeah. yeah. It was a game or two away. Yeah. Goal. Almost. Well. But uh, I, I'll say I'm, I'm excited about it. I think we are I think we finally make the tournament this year. And we may oh, sneak no. in, but I think I think Avery mm-hmm. pulls one out of his hat and we make the tournament this I year. think I do pull one out of my hat. I just, guys, I'm just, I'm beaten down. I'm tired. Basket, college basketball has destroyed me over the past, like, what, six years? Yeah. When did Anthony Grant come in? Right. I mean, God, it, I can't get excited. I just can't get excited. I'm sorry. I know Avery Johnson's totally different. He's got a different. I just can't. I can't get up for it. I'm sorry, you guys. I'm just, I, when it comes around, I'll probably be excited. But right now, it's just I and I do this every podcast. Every time Taylor gets excited, I just say I can't. I've been. I, I, we always talk Bama hoops on our podcast, and Avery's just so cynical about him. I'm, I'm sorry. Just, Can you blame I have, me? I have so much false confidence. It's not even funny. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but At least I, you can call it that. I've rewatched most of the games from last year. Yeah. And I think Alabama was one or two guys away last year from being a decent basketball team. Right. I think we were, I mean, we were a decent basketball team. That's we were pretty bad. Fair. I do. I want to explain. We couldn't I, close games. Yeah. Before I know we in, I want to just explain myself why I can't get over this secondary this year. Going back to football just right quick. I want to explain. I just want to say, I want to explain myself because I think Jeremy Pruitt is the best pure defensive back, you know, you know, I want to say mine in college football. I think that he can take a pass defense and make it the best. With Alabama, he can make it the best in the country. People don't – I don't think people understood – how integral a part he really was when he was here as our defensive back coach. That man, I truly think, shaped up Dre Kirkpatrick's career, Mark Barron, and made that pass defense, especially in 2011. That's why I think that was part of the best defense of all time. And with him taking over as not only our defensive coordinator, which I think is just going to be amazing. I think it's going to be absolutely wonderful to have him back as a defensive coordinator. I think our pass defense with him is going to be A-OK. And then throwing in Derek Ainsley, who at Kentucky, at Kentucky, had them, <laughs> had them up there with turnovers and, and interceptions close to the top of the SEC. I think it's not even going to – I truly don't think it's going to be close that this is going to be the best de- best pass defense we've ever seen in Alabama. I'll uh, tell I you mean, what, I can't get excited for basketball, but I can get excited for Alabama football. I and can. the defense. I just love watching the I defense love, play. I love watching the defense play. This will be so fun. This will be – you touched on Jeremy Pruitt. We're, we're going to close here. We're going to close real quick, yeah. Um, this is the most speed Alabama's probably ever had on defense. 
And I'm really glad that Jeremy Pruitt's got it because he, we're not going to need to blitz a whole lot, but if we bring guys, we're going to get your quarterback. He was the one I wanted, and he's the one we got. Yeah. Nick Saban, the craziest thing about bringing Jeremy Pruitt in, Saban didn't even interview him. No. I, well, he knew, no, what, he knew what he was getting, yeah. yeah. He no, said, no. if I can get him, I'll take him. <laughs> that's all yeah, it that's, takes. And that's what it was. And he, he can say that, you know, he I know, I don't know, I don't think he's really said it, but, you know, it's been hinted at that he kind of wanted to stay at Georgia. Let's be honest here, no, he didn't. Okay? I don't think he did either. He no. wanted to come back home to, to, to Bryant Denny under them lights at 7 o'clock and, and get out there and let's hear that 101,000 roll again, baby. And let's bring out the tide and roll back into the next. Let's light it up. <laughs> let's light it up. All right, we're gonna are we gonna play PSA by uh, Jay Z this season again? Uh, I hope so. I actually, no. I want a new song. I want "Set It Off" oh. by Lil Boosie. Oh, you're not gonna <laughs> Taylor. You're not gonna get it. I've been saying this. We need to come out to four years us. now. Yeah, no, I've been saying it since. Oh, dude, yeah. it's not gonna happen. I'm yeah. sorry. Bring each fun to block back. Boosie's never gonna be played at Bryant Denny. I'm sorry. It's well, just... Lil Boosie "Set It Off" needs to be the song. That we come into, or Get Right by Young Jeezy. Look, uh, that would be pretty solid too. Get Right would be good, or what? Get Your Mind Right. Get Your Mind Right would be yeah, good too. That's the one I want. Or I mean, honestly, any Young Jeezy makes you want to run through a brick wall. <laughs> oh yeah. So dude. I mean, literally anything Young Jeezy uh, would probably be uh, pretty solid. Mm. Rick Ross. Rick Ross uh, would be good. Some stuff from Rick Ross would be decent. Very good, dude. They already um, play a little bit of Rick Ross. They do. Um, they play a lot of his instrumental stuff. Right. Well, that's what they have. Does, I wonder, does CTP run that stuff? Yes, I think so. You intern there and you don't know. I don't work. I never work football games. Oh, that's true. Yeah. They, I don't want to. No, I don't think they run the sound. They run I don't think they do. That's video. what I'm saying. They that's run what I'm, everything video. That's what I'm saying, but they don't run the intro music. No, there's no, somebody else. So. Exactly. There's somebody else that runs the, uh, the uh, audio. Yeah, that's what I thought. All right, so, we went long. I mean, I didn't. I thought we were gonna get like thirty minutes out of this podcast. We went about fifty. Oh, and also we hinted at it last time that we were gonna do a food place podcast. Oh yeah, they got shot down by like three other people, and we were just like, oh, we're not gonna do. A that. lot of people didn't want. I was kind of so, surprised. Oh, I was too. I thought, I thought Look, it was a good idea. Guys, go to the Bear Trap because it's the best bar in town. There's my plug. The Bear Trap. Yeah, the Bear Trap. Um, Bear Trap and Glitz. They slept me on, guys. I'm no sure worries, dude. You were no, good. Man, Grant, yeah. Grant uh, we're going to see what kind of feedback we get. I think you were pretty good. Yeah. We're going to get some feedback, and we might have you back on. We're going to get some feedback. Justin's a one-time <laughs> you thing. May, yeah, Justin never coming back. He <laughs> dropped the F-bomb. He's out. We don't like Justin. I got to go bleep that out now. Yeah, um, Justin accidentally dropped an F-bomb. I mean, I uh, pretty, uh, y'all won't hear that, but pretty bad. Yeah. We, yeah, don't, we don't say that. <laughs> that's I mean that's are we going out tonight? Yes. Solid. All right. Well, that's gonna be it from us. We'll probably be back. We're gonna do a USC preview in yeah. two weeks. Two. Well, yeah. And if any, any if any breaking news happens, we'll do a quick update podcast. We'll do a quick update. Not gonna be a long one, but nah. we'll be back for for USC. We're gonna read some of Phil Steele's magazine, and we'll update you on our fantasy college football roster. That's good, yes, sir. That's good. So, right. I think that'll be pretty interesting uh, to see how that plays out. I've yeah. never done it before. And I think most people don't know it's a thing, so I think... No, people I are think, confused. Yeah. I think that'll be uh, a good topic to discuss, too. Yeah. So. All right. Well, roll time, y'all. Rolling down a backwoods. 
Tennessee byway One arm on the wheel Holding my lover with the other A sweet soft southern thrill Worked hard all week Got a little jingle on a Tennessee Saturday night Couldn't feel better I'm together With my Dixieland delight Spend my dollar Park in a holler Need the mountain moonlight Hold her up tight Make a little loving A little turning of it on a Mason-Dixon night It's my life Oh, so right My Dixieland delight Munching on clover, red-tailed hawk sitting on a limb, chubby old groundhog croaking bullfrog, free as a feeling in the wind. Homegrown country girl, gonna give me a whirl on a Tennessee Saturday night. Lucky as a seven. Living in heaven with my Dixieland delight. Spend my dollar, park in a holler, need the mountain moonlight. Hold her up tight, make a little loving, a little turn of dovin' on a Mason Dixon night. It's my life.
See